0: This is episode 33 of Dead Letter Radio. I'm your host, Taze, and as always, our slogan is Your Words, Your Podcast, because here we feature your writing, your short stories, your letters, your poetry, any kind of creative writing, really. Uh, We just give it an audience and a voice, but you are truly the stars of each and every episode. If you are listening for the first time and would like to uh, submit your own work, uh, just listen to the end of the episode where I'll go over details on how to do so. Now, this episode will be releasing on August the 22nd of 2021, and let's just do a quick weather update. For my area, we're looking at a high of 74 with rain. Now, If you live uh, in my area or the surrounding states in the U.S., I'm in the East Coast, you will know that we are having a hurricane. Hurricane Henry um, should be cutting right through my state, so we'll see how all that goes. But I'm hoping, if you are in this area and affected by it, that you're able to stay safe, stay warm, stay dry. If you do lose power, I hope it's not too much of an inconvenience, and ultimately, I hope You are just okay during the situation. I was thinking back to uh, storms and how... Oh, by the way, if this is your first episode, I usually open up um, just as a moment to talk a little bit uh, and update you guys on how things are going so that we can touch base with each other. But anyways, I'm thinking about the hurricane. I was thinking about the past storms I've gone through where power was lost for a different amount of times or there was some damage... And as a kid, they were pretty boring on my end because it was just me and my mom, and that usually meant once nighttime came and there was no power just to go to bed. (laughs) It wasn't very exciting. Um, But I do have two very fond memories of uh, we got hit with a crazy ice storm that knocked out power in all the local towns. And at one point in the evening, my mom just asked if we want to go for a drive, um, just to pass some time. So we drove through the main uh, shopping route in our town or the town over. And as we're driving through, snow is on the ground so the air has that cool glow to it. And we're driving through and then all of a sudden, one by one, the lights of the store start flickering on. And that cool glow uh, gets to be filled with color all of a sudden. And that was just really cool. It almost seemed like it was turning on as we drove by following our trail. And then when we got home, our area was still out of power. And I remember going to sleep and then waking up. It must be like 2 a.m. in the morning. And we live in a college town, so all of a sudden I hear chants from students saying, Power! 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 And the power wasn't on, but as they chanted, the power came on, so... I don't know what to chalk that up to, but it was uh, pretty amazing to see, especially as a little kid. Also if you never experienced Snow Thunder, I hope you're able to once in your life. Um, Just imagine a blizzard where you can't see anything and then suddenly lightning flashes and how white and vibrant uh, things suddenly get. It's uh, something I think everyone should at least experience as long as you're not in any danger. but yes, please stay safe during this hurricane if you are choosing to listen to this podcast with the power you have left or just to pass some time. I'll um, Hopefully it's as enjoyable as possible and helps pass the time. Well anyways, without further ado, we can hop right into the episode and share some amazing submitted work from this week. Um, hopefully we're slowly getting back into our normal scheduling a bit. My computer is all set to go now and... I'm hoping we can start doing this weekly again. But we'll see. We take it each day at a time. So up first, we actually have a piece submitted anonymously, and it is titled, I Won't Mess Up Again. A pen blots spots on white paper. As useless as a single drop in the ocean. But a single drop is the start of a wave. A drop of ink is the start of a speech that captures audiences, of a song that enraptures crowds, of a novel that makes readers cry. But a single word is due first. One single word is all that needs to be written. But if it's wrong, I couldn't bear it. Editing exists, but anxiety persists, and so I'll leave my page blank, because a clean canvas can't be a mistake. So thank you for sharing this piece with us. I wanted to start off with this one because the focus on this podcast was giving a audience and a platform for people uh, to share without any fear their work, but also I kind of hope it, it inspires people to write or to get over that writer's block. And one of the hardest parts to begin is when you have an idea and you just don't know if you can accomplish what your mind is coming up with and having that fear that anxiety uh, prevents you from even getting started and this goes beyond even writing on um, any new thing we can tackle in life Uh, sometimes we can get in that mindset so easily well you can't fail if you don't try But I loved how they put it that a drop of ink is the start of a speech that captures audiences, of a song that raptures crowds, of a novel that makes readers cry. And yeah, you can have anxiety that, what if my work is not that great? But you'll never know if you don't try. You'll never see how far your words, your creativity, your creation can go if you don't give it a beginning. And even if it doesn't reach as far as being something you might consider amazing amazing to everyone, it still goes a lot farther than you not starting it at all. So keep creating. Uh, push through that anxiety if you can, because it's better to create than to leave nothing, in my opinion. So thank you for sharing. Bye. Underscore expeditiously on Twitter. This next one is called Four Years. We sat in cars and in homes. We sat on porches and on roads. We sat and we smoked till it was time to return home. There was nothing to do, to see. There was nothing worth doing or seeing. We sat and we smoked, till it was time to return home. The only thing that kept us going was the music. Tuesday, or Saturday, we sat, and we smoked, in cars, on porches, in homes, on roads, every day, every week, every month. We sat, and we smoked, for years. So thank you expeditiously for sharing this poem. If you'd like to check out more of their work, you can actually go to their Twitter, and in their bio there's a link to their work-in-progress book of poems. So definitely take that a look if you're interested. Regarding this piece, they said, This poem came from my days in high school in a semi-small town. Four years equaling four, the number, years. There wasn't anything to do. So my friends and I just smoked, listened to, and made music. This poem really gives me that nostalgic haze, I guess is the best way to put it. (laughs) Reflecting on middle school and high school years and just the things I did with friends, it could almost feel like, if you boil it down, we didn't really do anything. But at the time, it felt like everything. And... It's just a soft, sweet memories at this point. Simple, but I can only look at it with fondness, the times we spent. I would consider the town I grew up in as being a small town, though we are not too far from anything. So I guess we benefited from that, as there was always things to do. But I do remember one of our frequent activities would be because we live right next to a bike trail that went through the whole town. It's just, you know, two o'clock in the morning, a group of us just walking under the moonlight that's only broken by the shadows of branches as we walk through this bike trail in the woods, and just talking and laughing, sometimes barely being able to see each other in the distance, uh, getting spooked at random various squirrels and noises you'd hear. Uh, in the woods and ultimately it was something so simple yet that is how we chose to spend our time and that is what brought us joy and laughter and so I don't know this poem to me is just so rich and interwoven with nostalgia that I that it brings me back to those simple uh, yet fruitful days in their own right so thank you for sharing Next by Devon Brock. In this uncomfortable bliss, I tell myself one life must yield to another, fly to spider, spider to bird, bird to bird shot. I tell myself one life must, in the full course of a day, relinquish itself to another savage dawn, fall as each unbidden yesterday fell. Bleak and ungrieved, twisted on a rack of tomorrows, No more certain than a silk spooled about a wench. Thank you, Devin, uh, for allowing us to share your work. Regarding this piece, Devin said, Regarding the inspiration for this poem, It came from a place of discomfort, The sort of discomfort that can come from being content. I found myself suddenly without grief and regret, as if half of me had been torn away. It made me think that without loss, we are somehow less human. This poem and the inspiration about it actually brings up things that I've considered regarding my own life and just how we perceive things in the sense that Everything in life, obviously, is a give and take, a beginning and an ending, a birth and a uh, death, a consuming. Everything is consumed by something else eventually, as Devon puts it, that each day relinquish itself to another savage dawn, and when yesterday falls, it's ungrieved, that fly to spider, spider to bird, bird to but- birdshot. And I think when we're wrapped up in sometimes the chaos, or we're used to what might be considered the negativity to life's flow, or even in our own lives, when we find what can be considered peace or contentment can be uh, put us at unease, as Devin puts it, uncomfortable. That we're so used to having moments of uh, destruction in some sort, or a change that having peace can be disconcerting, and I thought about that from my own life. Um, as someone who's frequently moved, uh, had nowhere to stay in some sense, um, switched jobs a lot, and or had always some kind of uh, drama or event happening that needed to be dealt with, at least that's how I felt about it, um, when nothing is going on, it almost can at times put me on edge. Uh, I, best way I can put it is that due to the fact in one example of us moving so much, I'm very bad at settling into a place. Um, I never really decorate a room to full extent right now or fully unpack I have things kind of put away or if I have like pictures or that I usually would want to hang up on the wall kind of keep them tucked away because I feel like part of my mind is still not at ease that it's ready for uh, the next uh, shoe to drop and for the chaos or uh, the hustle and bustle to kick in again and so I think this poem puts it In the perfect way, even in its title. It's an uncomfortable bliss. So thank you, Devin, for sharing. By Bella Camacho. This next one is titled, Cycles. I don't want to do tomorrow to wake up to another day. Another lonely, but supposed to be lovely day. Thank you, Bella, uh, for sharing this poem with us. Regarding it, they said, I wrote this piece coming from a place where I had experienced depression like I never had before. I am doing better now, but I still have those days where I feel lost and hopeless. Writing has helped me to navigate through my depressive episodes, cycles as simple as it was written to help myself in the moment. So thank you one, for sharing about your experiences in dealing with depression. Um, I'm a huge advocate in terms of normalizing talking about our mental health and the things that we go through because no one lives a perfect light uh, life, excuse me, or has no trauma of some sort, and so we shouldn't be ashamed of it. so thank you for sharing. I can relate. To just the opening line of I don't want to do tomorrow, personally, um, I have this habit I formed where I stay up extremely late sometimes because I don't want to do tomorrow. It's as simple as that. Not always for a depressive reason, but uh, just because I'd rather stay in today, I guess is a way to put it, Uh, to have my peace and as much time as possible before the next step has to come. But as Bella put it, I've been, and I'm sure others that have listened, have been in that place where you don't want tomorrow to come and to deal with the fact that as terrible or numb that you feel on inside is so contrasted by... How lively and supposedly lovely a day should be. Uh, To feel the warmth from the sun on your skin. To see people laughing and enjoying themselves. To hear the birds chirping and life is just going on but you feel stuck. Maybe you feel cold. Or maybe you don't really feel anything at all. Uh, You're just wrapped up in your depressive state. And that can make it tough. Uh, But like Bella, if you're going through that right now, or if it's something you deal with frequently, um, I'll be honest, it's something I deal with. Um, It always helps outside of having someone to talk to uh, and a support system, but figuring out things that can help you draw out of it. Uh, And sometimes writing is a great example of that. Uh, growing up, a uh, big thing and what really interested me in writing is good or bad days. Uh, I'd have very expansive daydreams. Uh, thinking of stories and just exciting scenarios and uh, cool plot lines and eventually I started writing them down. And then as I grew up a little older and maybe you can consider it maybe a little angstier <laughs> um, and emotional... Uh, weight became sometimes a little too much for me to bear, Um, I transitioned into writing poetry, um, because for me, that was an outlet. Uh, To put my words on paper, to give them my feelings life in some sort, so I'm not carrying them around as much, uh, helped me out. So if you're going through this, write a little bit, or at least figure out something where you don't have to hold it all in and uh, carry it with you. No one should have to carry the weight of the world, uh, even when we, especially when we have such lovely days. The next one is by Miroslav Kodorov, and it is titled "Tear Basket." There are fairies living deep inside the sewers, collecting pearls from rivers made of tears. And on nights where everyone is happy, they stick together, each collecting theirs. So thank you, Miroslav, uh, for sharing this poem. It actually gave me really strong uh, vibes of like Pan's Labyrinth, if you've you've seen that movie. Maybe you know what I'm a little talking about, but it's that fairy tale vibe. I mean, obviously, because there's fairies included, but but maybe with the harshness of reality uh, still left in place. Uh, Another thing that brings to mind is, uh, like, Studio uh, Ghibli films. Uh, They kind of have that, where they are fantastical worlds, but the cruelty of life and uh, the hardships are still there. Or even if you really just think about modern-day fairy tales, um, when you take away the fluff of it, The Little Red Riding Hood is a terrifying story. (laughs) Um, But that's what it really brought me into. Uh, It makes me almost want to hear more of it. Uh, Miroslav, I don't know if you ever wanted to expand it, but I think it could be an interesting uh, poetic narrative that's a flash fiction piece, or something along those lines. Because how can you not enjoy the juxtaposition of the maybe elegant uh, dainty or whimsical image of fairies but in the, the setting of a grimy sewers or them collecting pearls in these sewer waters that are made from the sadness of everyone around, the tears and then eventually if there's no tears they just collect each other's It really brings the life, the idea of misery loves company or maybe that there's always a silver lining for someone depending on the situation. So all in all, I just think this is a very cool, almost darker fantasy uh, poem. And if you ever come up with more to to expand on it, I would love to read it. So that's it. That is episode 33. Thank you so much to everyone who... Uh, stuck through it, and submitted, and by stuck through, I mean we've been a little, I've been a little inconsistent lately, Um, so if you're returning, thank you so much, and thank you to everyone who is still submitting work. We always have new submitters, which is super exciting, and you get to hear all different kinds of writing, uh, world viewpoints, and just a take on this crazy thing we call life. And so I always appreciate that about this podcast. If you are interested in submitting your own work, it's very simple. Um, one, I am most active on Twitter and you can find me at Deadlettercast so you can feel free to message me there your work if you'd like to do so that way. Uh, another way though you can do it, which is usually the major the uh, primary way is to email me on Twitter, you can find my email, but if you would like to take it down now, it is Dead Letter Radio Podcast at gmail.com. That's deadletterradio podcast at gmail.com. There you can email me a PDF or a doc, but usually PDF is preferred, uh, of your poem, your short story, short stories under 650 words, please, um, unsent letters, anything really written, you can send me that there. And just include the title of your piece, how you'd like to be credited, or if you like to be anonymous, that's perfectly fine. And then, if there's any background to your piece, you can include that as well. And I can uh, share parts of that. Uh, basically, when I say background to your piece, it could be your inspiration, it could just be um, why you chose to write it the way you did, or even uh, what you hope the piece accomplishes for people. Because uh, people have sometimes shared work that involved um, dealing with abuse and things like that and trying to encourage people and let people know that they're not alone in dealing with that. So um, definitely include background order what you'd want me to say regarding the piece, if you have something you want me to say regarding the piece. Either way, no pressure whatsoever. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast... Uh, you can give it a follow if you're listening on Spotify, so you can be updated on episodes. And if you really want to help me out, go to, like, Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave a review. It really helps the podcast grow and kind of lets me know how it's, it, it is doing, and I just like it. It's just nice to hear people's feedback and what they enjoyed, or maybe what I need to work on. Um, but ultimately, I really want to do say is thank you for sticking with me during this podcast for the ups and downs, and also... If you are getting affected by the storm, or if you're just getting affected by life in general, uh, just know that I'm here rooting for you. I hope everything uh, works out and that I can uh, hear from you next week. At least that's the plan. But whatever happens, keep taking care of yourself. Take a breather if you need to. Enjoy yourself when you can. Uh, We have a limited amount of years, and so, you know, make sure you have fun. Make sure you're able to enjoy those. Life will always have its hard moments, but we can try to get as much positivity and joy out of it as we can. And spread it around. Um, If more of us are happy, then there'll be less uh, dull and sad moments, I imagine. Well, that's it. As always, I'm hoping you guys enjoyed this episode and you're staying safe and healthy out there. This is Taze Jones with Dead Letter Radio, and I'm wishing you all safe travels.